Welcome to the Origins of the Hunt podcast, where we bring like-minded individuals together, share stories, strategies, and discuss everything outdoors. Thanks for tuning in, and remember, never stop learning. Welcome back, guys. Hey, thanks for joining us for another episode of Origins of the Hunt podcast. I just want to start off by thanking everyone for the uh, the continued support so far. And uh, there's another uh, another way you guys can share a little bit of support is uh, while you're listening, you can go ahead and head over to the homepage and uh, give the podcast a follow, a rating. If you're liking what's going on, that's a uh, you know that's one way to show show what you show a little bit of support. And if you're not liking what's going on over at the Origins of the Hunt podcast, by feel free to uh, leave a, re- a rating. You know, reflecting that and uh, feel free to leave me a message, you know, shoot me a message, direct message on Instagram or whatever. My goal was to bring you guys the, uh, the best, the best episodes I can and best content that I can every week. So, uh, the best way to do that is just communicate with you guys and, and see what I can do. And, uh, you know, with that being said, we're going to get to talking to this week's guest and, uh, he is Hunter Scott. He runs PA Boys Outdoors uh, out of Western Pennsylvania, actually down the road from me, about 20 minutes uh, south of me, I think it is. So, uh, Hunter, welcome. Go ahead and introduce yourself and give us a rundown on the uh, on the page and a little bit of background on yourself. Thanks, Charlie. So, I'm Hunter Scott. I'm the owner of PA Boys Outdoors. We uh, We started roughly five years ago. Uh, just the background on the story of it. Just a couple of buddies and myself in high school, we decided that we were going to try to start an outdoor page, not not to try to grow it big, but just we had some friends. We all shared that similar interest of hunting in the outdoors, and it was just an opportunity for us to be able to share each other's pictures to see how we were doing, how successful we were, and never really took off from there. We kind of walked away from it. And it would have been in 2019, my senior year of college, I kind of looked at that as an opportunity where I had my job lined up where I knew I was going to go after graduation. And I told myself that if I ever wanted to take the opportunity to try to grow something in the outdoors, now was the time because I had that free time to, before I started that full-time job in my career after I graduated. So revisited the idea with with some of those buddies, and we decided to do a relaunch of PA Boys Outdoors. And within a couple week time span, we went from getting twenty to fifty likes on a post on Instagram to where we were getting four or five hundred posts. And at that time, we all were like, you know, there's there's an opportunity here where we might have something. And we decided that we were going to start a staff, and we built a staff up of some local guys some other guys that were across the state of Pennsylvania, and we began to just build it. Um, At that time, I believe at the end of the 2019 year, we were around 2,000 followers. Fast forward to here, Charlie, at the beginning of 2023, we have 13,500 followers on Instagram, where we just broke 18,000 followers across all of our platforms combined. So that would be Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok. So, and in all honesty, I never in a million years thought that we would have where this is now. Yeah. I mean, it's, it gets hard to, you, you don't know where it's going to go. You know, you just don't, you don't, you, you want it to go big, but you don't want to say you want it to go big. You know, you don't want to get, you don't want to seem like you have that head that you want it to go big, but I mean, it's, I can, I can only imagine in your shoes where you get to like, 
you know, I, I mean, you're at 13 and a half thousand just on Instagram. I couldn't imagine like, I'm only at like 2200, I think on my personal page. I mean, I couldn't imagine like once you get to like, you know, eight grand, 10 grand, you're like, all right, well, maybe I should start thinking, taking it a little bit more serious. And I know before we started recording, you were saying like, it's, it's a full-time, you know, you have a full-time job, but this is like a part-time second job. You know, you're working like two hours a night, every night working, not just on your, with your staff members, but, but on with, you know, your partners and, and, and stuff like that. But so how many, you, you said you were, what did you say? 13 staff members you have? Is that what you said? So that's kind of, that's where we were at when we started this right now we're right around 2025 okay. and the way that we looked at that is the more people that want to be involved more content that we can generate right. where when we when we started this it was more okay people are sending in their pictures of their harvest or their catches and we were sharing that now the goal is to try to make it more about us i want those who are listening those who follow us I want them to see the faces and the names to the PA Boys brand. That's where I'm trying to move this to. And we begin to touch up on filming, doing some Instagram reels, sharing those tips and tricks to try to help those who are trying to either get into the outdoors or have had those failures in hopes that we teach them something where hopefully something that we're sharing is helping them learn. That's that's the goal of what we're trying to do. But I mean, it, going back to what you said of where you, know, you do put a lot of time in this, it you do, and there's there there'll be some younger guys that that follow us and they're like, well, how, what did you do to get to where you're at now? And by no means do I think that we're huge. I'm, I will stay humble there, 100%. You know, we're hungry. There's always there's always that that hunger to gr- continue to grow, but. In all honesty, I bet I put an hour and a half, two hours in the PA boys every day on top of what I do already. And you have to be passionate about it. You really do. And you have to be motivated. You have to be hungry to continue to grow. Um, But it's like I said, the editing, the posting, the messaging where, you know, now we're getting into we're getting the opportunity to go to outdoor shows. We we're, we're beginning to dip into the podcast like you, Charlie, where we think there's an opportunity there to grow in our audience. So there's, there's tons of opportunities everywhere. And it kind of, it's nice to have a larger staff like that to be able to help support you dive into these opportunities. Yeah. Heck with a, with a staff, the size of yours, even, you know, you have about what, about a third of the, of the year in podcasts. If you, if you just did them. So yeah, that's a, a good blend. And, you know, it's somewhere, it's a way to keep, keep all your guys, you know, all involved and, uh, and, you know, you can easily rotate, you know, every other week through them, you know, to start with and, and get them sharing their story, you know, get their names out there. And, and, you know, I don't know about you, but you see a lot of the guys out there that that are on teams or or staff members and, and they all still have their own little, excuse me, their own little outdoor pages or, or something like that. Because like I said, you know, everybody, you don't want to say you're trying to make it big, but everybody wants to make it, you know, to some extent. And, you know, when you said you, you, it's, it's taken you an hour and a half, two hours a night just for what you're doing. I mean, I'm finding myself still trying to catch, get ahead enough where I feel like I can sit back and take a breather. It's just starting this. And I mean, this is only, you know, I, I, I just aired uh, episode seven, you know, recently. So it's, it's a, almost it's one of those things where it's I, I I forget what the stat was. I think it was if you hit five, you beat like the ninety percent 
people that give up on podcasts. So just get to that number, whatever that number is. It's a, it's a very short number because there is one thing like you're going to see numbers and they're just, they're not what you expect or, you know, they might be, you guys might blow it out of the water, take off and, and just, just roll with it. But, you know, I mean, obviously for me, it was, I didn't have a quite the following, you know, uh, it is slow going for me, but it is, it's, it's definitely fun. You know, there's no doubt about it. I get to talk to somebody new at least once a week. And, and I mean, heck you've lived down the road for me for how many years. And, and I followed you guys for, for quite some time now. It's just, I didn't reach out to you guys, you know, and, and I wasn't anybody to reach out to. So, you know, there was no communication on our part and, you know, uh, probably the past couple of months, we've kind of been, you know, playing a little bit of, you know, post liking and, and, you know, messing each other back and forth on giveaways and whatnot. I figured it was a good thing to have you guys on, you know, I wanted to touch on your page and see what you, uh, see what you guys were all about. How far are you guys spread out though? Like, are you mainly in just like this, this region or are you guys, you know, kind of in the Midwest or down South? Have you expanded very far? So we're primarily focused in Pennsylvania. Uh, we're we're hev- we're heavily in western Pennsylvania, so Butler County, Armstrong County. Uh, we have a guy in Westmoreland County. We have a couple guys up north above I eighty towards Dubois, Sagertown area. A uh, couple guys in Clearfield, and then we have some guys sprinkled around like the York, Philadelphia area as well. Uh, just trying to going back to, and I get the question a lot, and it's, it's I think something interesting for the audience because people do try to create these outdoor pages. And they build a staff. And the question is all the time, why do you have so many staff guys? And why why have so many people? You should have a core. And the way that I look at it as everybody has their own tricks to the trade. Everybody has their own passion. Sometimes it's guys who are primarily focused and they're passionate about trapping or it might be fishing. Or some dudes are huge in the waterfowl. We have a ton of guys like that. Then you have guys that are just true and true big whitetail hunters. But to be able to go widespread coverage like this, it gets everybody a perspective in different areas around where Butler County is not going to be the same as someone up in Warren County, for example. The whole terrain's different. The layout of the land's different. To me, the ecosystems oh, are different. Yeah. They're similar where you're having the same type of animals, but the whole setup's different. So to be able to give those who follow us the opportunity to see this type of diverse diversity with, with the group and how we hunt. It's just a different perspective that I think that we're doing a good job of taking uh, some leverage on. Yeah. You guys have definitely uh, expanded. And like you said, it's, it definitely changes. I mean, heck you can drive. Well, like I said, you know, in the intro, you're, we're within probably 20 minutes of each other, half hour. And we pretty much have, I would say, the same habitat, but you know, just like I do, once you get a little bit East or a little bit, you know, really, yeah, anywhere East, you're going to start getting into, you're going to start riding into the boulders. I mean, you know, the big, the big draws, the canyons, the, the, the mountain, the rolling Hills. I mean, even a little bit of where we're at, you know, it, it changes, but you know, even if you, like you set up around like Sagertown, you're getting up around like the New York border, you're getting into a lot bigger woods and then we have more like farmland, you know, where we're at. So, and it's, it's good just to, just to pick somebody's brain, you know, just to, it's like-minded people getting together, teaching somebody else something. And that's, that's what this podcast is all about. Just everybody trying to help each other out. And that is something that I definitely see a lot of going South recently is, is the shaming. And I know you guys talked about this now, uh, 
I think it was it was one of your staff members that shot a was that the triple crown he got? Which yeah, which is, so his name was so the staff member's name was Hunter yeah. Smith. He actually he lives in Montauk. So he's literally yep, between yep. you and I. Uh he shot his triple crown. So he shot his bird in the spring, shot it he shot a a heavy six point there in archery season. I think it was like the second week, and then he shot that bear. And oh my gosh, the uh the controversy on oh, Instagram yeah. because of the bear that that yep. kid shot. It was absolutely unreal. And it's funny that we're talking about the con the controversy and the shaming that's going on in the outdoor industry right now. Um, that's, that's something that I think that we as PA boys are trying to lift up on. Um, the way that I look at it, and I know that everybody else on my staff looks at it as, it doesn't matter what you harvest. If you think that it's a trophy, then it's a trophy in my eyes. It could be you shoot a basket-racked eight-point that's 12 inches wide, and you know what? If that's a trophy, that's 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 a trophy to me the same way that I would look at somebody shooting a 10-point that's 18 inches wide. If that's the way that you view it, that's the way that it should be. But that kind of going back to the controversy with that bear, he shot a cub. He uh, – he went out by himself. He had a he had a cell camera up. He saw that bear right before light. He begged his mom to let him get off of school to be able to go do it. And he went out by himself and harvested that bear. So to be able to say that you're 16 years old, you're finally off your junior license, you're able to go hunt by yourself, and to be able to pull <laughs> off something like that at 16 years old, being able to to land a triple crown, that's 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 an accomplishment. And You'll have the naysayers that say, you know, well, you shot a little cub, but you got to look at it in the kid's eyes. He's a kid. He went out and did it on his own. He put the time in scouting. He had the trail cameras up and he harvested what he viewed as a trophy. So I will 100% back up my staff guys on something. I completely agree. Yep. If it's a trophy in your eyes, it's a trophy in my eyes. I mean, I shot a, you know, probably a 140 inch buck this year and that's by far a trophy to me, but so is the 105 inch eight point that I shot a few years ago and the potential 110 inch deer that's going to shoot next year. You know what I mean? It, it's, I'm not about yep. that either, you know, and it, and it's crazy. It really, it's, it's almost like social media has done it. And yet, I don't know. It, it, it almost like it, it came from guys just busting balls, you know, a little bit. And then it, it turned into maybe a group of guys that, we're at a hunting camp that, you know, one guy didn't like another guy and he took out a little too far. I don't know where it started, but it started somewhere and it, it doesn't seem like it's going away. And like you said, he's a kid. I mean, when I was 16, I was only legally allowed to hunt for four years at that point. And I was, that would have been the same just coming off junior license, being able to hunt by yourself to be able to go out and do something like that on your own is, is a, is an achievement on itself. I mean, I'm 33 years old and I haven't, I, I, I don't, I haven't even come close to a triple crown. You know what I mean? I mean, that's, it's something in, in everybody's eyes is, is going to be a different trophy. And I know guys that, you know, they're, they're dads, they're, they talk about, they tell stories and they're, they're old timers, you know, and, and they're, they're just not, they, he tells them, you know, I've shot five, six bear in my life. And he, he, he'll, he's letting these 200 pound bear walk. And he's like, dad, shoot, shoot the bear. He's like, I'm not, I don't have room for him anymore. He's like, when you get to the certain age, he goes, that's not a trophy to me anymore. He goes, I'm not just going to go out and kill an animal just because you think it's a trophy. It might not be a trophy to me. He goes, and yeah, you know, there might be 
some 16 year olds that a cub's not a trophy you know maybe they a 400 pound bear is that's the only trophy to them and that's perfectly fine too you know and i i totally agree and the the way that I can relate to that is I, I was fortunate enough to be able to have my dad get me into hunting. And with that being said, you know, I've always looked up to him. He's taught me what he knows and I'm beyond thankful to be able to have somebody in my life that was able to help guide me and teach me the rights and wrongs and, and how to scout and put the time in. And so many times throughout the years, he'd pass that buck and I'd be like, dad, why, why didn't you shoot that? And he said, I don't view that as a trophy to me. And if it, I, I hope that you would harvest it because you would view it as a trophy. But if it's not you, if and it doesn't make it the year, I hope that some other kid shoots it and it's a trophy for him too. That's the type of mindset that I think everybody needs to have where, okay, if you don't view it as that, someone else yep. might. And you know what? If they, if they do harvest that, then you owe them the tip of your, you tip your cat to or cap to them and you give them the nod and you say, congratulations. I just, I don't know what it is with today's day and age. I don't know if it's jealousy. I, I often sometimes think it's that um, where, okay, you know, you're having a rough season. You see somebody else shoot a buck and it's not up to your standard or it's like, oh, well, I have something like that on my ground, you know, and that people kind of take it out on others. And it's, it's not, it's not right at all. It shouldn't be like that. And I mean, even, and I know that you, you follow a lot of the hunting pages on Facebook and Instagram, and you have a lot of these new guys who are asking questions and it's just the most innocent question. You know, how do I set up my bow for this? Or, I mean, I, I watched, I watched the post at the beginning of archery season. Someone asked the question, am I supposed to raise my pin up or down if I'm shooting right. higher low? And you have these guys just making such nasty remarks to a kid who's just trying to figure it out. Whereas that kid might not have somebody around them to help support them and teach them. And they're leaning to social media for it. And you're going to sit there and tear them down. You shouldn't be pushing people exactly. out of sport. And I, the way, and I kind of see it locally where I don't think the number of hunters are around the way that they used to be. The, the people my father's age, the elders, they – those were the guys that were heavy in numbers where I think people our age, our numbers aren't the same. And I think some of it comes down to they're being driven out of hunting. You have people like that asking the most simple, innocent questions on social media and they just get destroyed and put down. And we, as the people who are trying to lift up and help grow and help people learn, we're the ones messaging them on the side saying, Hey buddy, don't listen to them. I, I know somebody that can help you. I have a resource or, you know, if you have any other questions, here's my phone number. Give me a call. I'm more than willing to help you out. That's what the outdoor industry exactly. is. Exactly. I mean, I, I know guys who, you know, it's, they, they, they were part of that generation. They grew up, you know, with parents like ours who were hardcore hunters. And, you know, they, I've heard stories where they've taken, they, Oh, I was, I was 10 years old and I, I went out duck hunting with my dad and, and you know we we stepped in the in the swamp and and I went over my waders and I thought we were going home and and sure enough dad said well you know we got duck to shoot you know we're, we're going hunting he's like and that's just the way it was he goes and see I I don't know if it was maybe that generation was being was so hard on some of the kids that now they look at the generation that may be coming up and they're maybe that's why they, they, they give the remarks they are. Cause how dare you not know anything about hunting? You know, it's born and bred yeah. in our Pennsylvania. Well, guess what? I'm from Pennsylvania and I've never bear hunted. 
I've never owned a bearing license in my life. Of 33 years of hunting or of being alive, I've never owned a bear license. Th- th- does that make me not a Pennsylvania hunter? I mean, I don't really rifle hunt anymore because I'm a heavily addicted to archery hunting now. So, I mean, does that make me? No, but I'm still involved in, in rifle hunting. I'm still involved in, in any kind of hunting that I can help uh, a friend of mine do, or, you know, somebody who, who is just getting into it. I have uh, friends of mine who, who have a farm not far from, from uh, actually pretty much in between us. And the one brother grew up hunting his entire life. The other brother just got into it. And we cannot get him a deer to, or a buck. He got one buck uh, two th- two years ago, three years ago, up in the mountains, and he has this this perfect setup at his property, and we uh, we push it out every year. And his brother shot a, a buck first thing in the, this morning in the morning, and in in a way, he it's like they didn't want to tell me because it was it was a small you know it was a small six point, and we get I text him I'm like hey you guys you know I took my bow out and. I texted them. I said, you guys ready to, you know, start putting a couple drives on and get some deer moving. Oh, I shot a buck this morning. Well, he was ashamed. He felt bad because he oh, was just a little one. Who gives a shit what you shot, man? You should never be ashamed. Of, if you if you pulled the trigger, you thought it was a trophy. And what, That's what it comes down to. What we broke to. it down to, we ended up going and doing a little couple bumps, shot it. What we had was on camera the biggest buck in that property that, you know, we were, we were archery hunting pretty hard. We kind of had him pretty zeroed in we kind of knew it was as soon as i pulled into there i said all right we're going here and here and we're pushing it to here and he came out on that first drive so we had him zeroed in and and so we shot they shot two bucks right you know off that farm on the same morning it's not a very big farm and uh so the, the one brother that doesn't he, he he doesn't have a buck on that property yet he doesn't have a deer kill on that property yet and i set him up perfectly again he missed probably probably the biggest buck I've ever seen in my life. Like his second year hunting on this same push. And there was this buck. We were, we, we don't ever name bucks, but we call him stumpy. And he literally had a perfect one side. And the other side was just like an uprooted stump. And he had like eight or nine, maybe even 10 points, just like that little ball. And I mean, he was cool. And I, so I said, if I would have rather taken him probably than my, the buck I shot this year, just he would have made a heck of a year amount, you know? And, I'm pretty sure as soon as I stepped down into that creek bottom, he jumped up and and, and hauled ass towards him, and, and you hear two shots go off, and I'm 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 just hoping, you know, he connected. And I go up, and he was all he was like a kid again, shaking. So we so we oh had gosh. to we had to you know break the whole scenario down, and unfortunately he he did not he did not get it again. But I mean, yeah, don't get me wrong, we busted his balls the rest of the day, and. and I mean, I've, I've done it for years with him, but there's, he knows that there's no hard feelings behind that. And I mean, his, everybody rides him, and, you know, his brother tries to cut his shirt tail or something, you know, and it's all fun and games. We're not, we're not down on him about it. It's, it's, I've even done it with people I didn't even know. And and some of them take it, you know, or I didn't know as well, I guess they take it as, you know, I'm, you know, being ignorant or, and it's just not how it is. It's just, once you get to know me, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of sarcastic and it's just, it's, it is fun to, to bust balls and, and joke on, you know, with, with people sometimes. But I, I think like you said, they just, they just taking it too far. And so one, this, this happened to me and this, this is, this is a good story. This is actually one of the, probably the best things that could have happened to PA boys. 
So I began to do the Instagram lifestyle podcast. We did a lot of chasing trophies. It would have been about a year and a half, two years ago. And I wanted to get somebody on that predator hunted. I did it briefly. And me being out there, I, I wasn't comfortable enough being knowledgeable to be able to talk. So um, I won't go specifics, but I went to a predator hunting page on Facebook and said, hi, my name's Hunter Scott. I run PA Boys Outdoors. I'm doing an Instagram lifestyle podcast, and I'd like to get somebody on who would be willing to share their knowledge on predator hunting. I, I hunt briefly. I, I'm into it, but not enough to feel confident enough to talk about it. And me asking, me putting myself out there, I got destroyed for it. Absolutely destroyed. People hammered me in comments. And I had a guy message me and he said, don't listen to those guys. You're on the right track. I have a connection for you. And that's when I met Jerry Lennon. Uh, Jerry was on staff previously with Predator Quest, Hunter Specialties, awesome pedigree. And I had him on for an Instagram live. We talked about that. And it wasn't two weeks later. He asked if he could be involved with PA Boys. And I tell you what, we would not be where we are today without Jerry. So for those of you kind of going back to how do you grow an outdoor page, you know, what have you done? You cannot be afraid to put yourself out there. You are going to get shamed. You are going to get hammered for things that you ask or post, but persevere and get through it. And I promise you, you will exactly. Get it. Yeah. Because there's, there's people that are behind that keyboard that are, that are saying whatever their, their little thoughts are, you know, they can keep them to themselves, but you know, they're not in the tree stand with you. I mean, you know, they're not, they're not putting in the miles and, and all the work and they're not putting in the hours. Like, you know, you said, you know, two hours every night, just, just doing PA boy stuff. And it, 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 it gets hard, you know, I'm especially a younger kid and, and without a mentor, it's hard. To, and I'm sure it gets very frustrating for them, but you know, they, they have to understand at the same time that for every bad, you know, troll, as you want to call them out there, there's there's guys like you and I that are out there that are more than willing to open up our, our inboxes. And hey, I'm not a I'm not a genius. I can't I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I'm the, the greatest hunter out there, but I can give you pretty much the, the rundown and the, the general gist of of how to see a deer in the woods can't tell you can't tell you you'll get them in that bubble but i can tell you how to how to find them you know and, and at least have fun with it so i mean it's yeah definitely i mean at the end of the day you sift through the weeds there are good people still out there it might be hard to believe especially when you're getting slammed but there are good people out there and that's what's nice about me having a staff with pa boys is when people ask me questions dm us if I don't have the answer, I will find the next best resource of the group that I have to be able to answer that question. And as a part of being on the staff, you need to have that open inbox to be able to take that question. And yep. So on, it was on my second episode. Well, actually, we'll go back to my first episode. Uh, I, we talked about, we briefly touched on Sunday hunting. Uh, we touched a little bit on Pennsylvania. That's know, a hot topic. PA becoming potentially a two-buck state. Is something else Alex brought up, uh, and it was there was something. Oh my! Uh, the, the, just the rules and regulations in Pennsylvania. How the, we you know we didn't kind of agree with some of them, and just by that simple podcast and me bringing up a question about I didn't understand and I could never find out anywhere where I whatever for the life of me the whole flintlock license buck and doe tag thing. 
uh, Aaron Pasker immediately reached out, messaged me with this whole sh- this page of information, and I was like, "Well, there's my episode number two. I know who I'm going to bring on for Flintlock." And I mean, it was it was just like yep. that, and and it was an, a door opened up. Hey, man, you know, I'm I'm a, a, probably an hour or so, two hours uh, east of you. If you ever want to, you know, uh, get into Flintlock, I'd be more than happy to, to to show you the ropes and bring you into it. And I mean, that's. I, I felt honored about that because he didn't know. I we talked afterwards, but I've been following him for since like two thousand since we graduated high school. I think we were about the same age since, since like two thousand eight. I think I've been following him. So I mean, to have him on was 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 just kind of an honor. I was I was kind of fanboying it up, and I didn't let him know that until <laughs> until we got done recording. He was like, "Oh, I had no idea." Yeah, man, I kind of been following you for for quite some time, and. You know, it was, but it was just, and it was, that's what made it even cooler that somebody that, you know, I've, I followed for that long that he reached out to me and Hey man, I mean, it was, that's all it took. And it was, it was just, and what the, where, how I got to that point was not being afraid to start the podcast because we talked before we were, you know, recording about it is hard being by yourself. Uh, I don't have a co-host. I don't have somebody, I'm not doing these in person. Uh, you know, it's where I've lived. There's not much around, you know, you know what I mean? <laughs> we don't have can exactly. Relate. It can seems relate. like everybody in Pennsylvania that does like the podcast scene, it seems like they're, they're like central part of the state Philly area. And, and I understand that's where the people are, you know, Harrisburg, you know, Hershey area. So it's, it's definitely challenging. And, and one night I just was talking to the wife and she said, you know, just, this is finally do it. What's the worst that's going to happen? You're, you're, you're going to hate it. You're not going to, you're not going to have fun with it. And then you just don't do it. I mean, and I, I've had fun with it so far and I know, I know it's, I'm not the best podcast host. I know I'm not bringing the best episodes yet, but like I said in the intro, you know, I'm, I'm trying to get better for everybody. And I, that's me not being afraid to reach out and say, Hey, let me know what's, what's going on. If I'm, if I'm terrible, let me know if, if you, if people don't like certain things I want to know. And, you know, I'm sure, but I'm putting myself out there by doing that. Hey, um, here's a punching bag. Let me know how, how bad I suck or how great I'm doing. And you're, that's the difference between you and people who want to do it. You're, you're willing to put yourself out on the line and you're willing to accept constructive criticism in order to grow. And that takes someone with character to be able to do going back with the whole PA boys thing. You're posting the way that you are. You're posting the videos. I'll take constructive criticism wherever I can get it so we can continue to improve. Do I think that we're putting out our best right now? No, but I'm going to try. I'll say that I'm trying my best to. But if somebody else is willing to give me a lead or point me in this different direction to improve, I'm more than willing to take that. I won't take that to heart. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I would say just from starting watching you guys, you know, I've been following you for probably a couple of years now, but really, you know, communicating and talking probably the past six, seven, eight months or so. And I, I can see, you know, the, you, how the, the next level you've taken. And, you know, most recently, uh, if you want to touch on, you know, uh, the topic uh, of tide, we, you know, I saw your, you know, your new, your, your new video on that. And I, you know, I'm assuming that's a new partner for you. And I mean, you, you killed the, the, the waiter video. So, I mean, obviously you are bringing, you know, you're bringing some pretty good videos out there and obviously bringing some pretty good partnerships with that. 
Yeah, definitely. So I think the big thing is, as you continue to grow, your opportunities will come. And that's what keeps you hungry and wanting to continue to grow. Um, we've, we've, we've done some things with, with other companies in the past, but this was actually a big hitter and we weren't looking for it. So the best things come when you don't expect it. And I, I think it's the same way when you're hunting too, you know, the best things come when you aren't, you aren't planning it, you aren't expecting it, but no, they, Tybee messaged us, asked us for us to do a collaboration and it's, it's been awesome so far. They're a really good company. We're impressed with their products. We wouldn't be pushing them if the quality of their product wasn't there too. That I think that's a big thing. When you have people, pages, companies that are representing or sponsoring another company and their product, you have to believe in what they have in order to do it. And I would then I'm sure that it happens out there, but I will make sure that it does not happen with us. That if there is a, a not good quality product, you, you shouldn't be pushing that for your audience to purchase. I, I just, that's not ethical in my opinion, but so far, everything that we've tried with Tide, we, we've been impressed with, uh, one of our staff members got a pair of their boots are very similar to like mock boots. And she was very impressed with them. They, she compared them to the same quality as mock. And I'll be honest with you, wow. they're half the price. So you oh. get your bang for your buck there. And I actually, I was able to get my hands on their heated waders. Um, I'm slowly getting into duck hunting, waterfowl hunting more where you do need to wear waders. Uh, a lot of our hunts that we do are more field hunts, but I had the opportunity to test them out there. It was last Monday, Martin Luther King, I was off. And I'll be honest with you, the closest way that I can compare those boots to, or the waders to anything else, it's like wearing a Milwaukee heated jacket, but except it's in waders form. I, I was very impressed. They, they, they were warm and I, I didn't layer up too heavy underneath. I was I was really wanting to challenge to see how what the quality of the product was. And I was impressed. It had a nice little battery, has its own compartment for it. I like like we talked about the the review videos on our YouTube, it's on our Instagram. Um, but I was very impressed with it. I can't I can't say anything bad. They they have been really good to us so far. They've let, given us opportunities to participate in their giveaways if they're doing with their audience, which is pretty cool. It helped get our name out there as well using their audience which is always super nice but that's that's been an awesome collaboration partnership however you want to call it right now and i'm very excited to see what other opportunities come with them another cool opportunity that we have is it's with a local company actually they're out of seneca pa uh charlie they're called hannah and sons they make calls so they make water for they make goose calls duck calls and they actually do grunt calls too uh, they and like I said, the opportunities they'll they'll present themselves when the timing's right. Uh, they messaged us. They reached out to us there right before early season goose, so August September timeframe, and they asked us to test some of their calls. And they sent us down. It was a wooden barrel goose call, and I took it on a hunt. Had the staff try it out, and it we were impressed with it. It, it was. You don't have to put a lot of air into the call, but it's that deeper, throatier sound that yeah. sounds good. And uh, we, we've just continued to work with them. I've tested their grunt call this fall, and I'm very impressed with that too. They're just, for being a small company, a small business starting out, I personally would rather rep somebody like that than a larger company just to help them get their feet off the ground. You know, we're all locals. We're all trying to start something and get something rolling with what we have, you with your podcast, us with the brand that we have, them with calls. And they've, they've been super nice. They're good guys. We, we're trying to work on collaborating with them to do a hunt with them. 
But uh, everything from their end, too, has been great. And whatever we can do to help support a small business. Yeah, small business and local. I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. You know, Pennsylvania, uh, local, it's the the small business, like you said, it's 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 the, yeah you want to help them grow but the, i think the the most fun part is is growing with them and especially starting out is like uh we talked about earlier i i'm kind of working with a couple of companies you know and they they're big but they're not big big you know what i mean so i feel like i'm i'm able to grow with them i'm not reaching out to to the big you know five star top tier names because like i said they made it and and that's great for them that is absolutely 100% you know, like the tethers and, you know, uh, muddy tree stands, stuff like that, you know, know, they've made it and there's nothing wrong with that. But, you know, I, I like the, the smaller companies that, that have top of the line products that are just as good. It's just, there's such a, a, such a competition out there. It seems like you know, the people that are really putting themselves out there, the people that are, that are diving into anything in the outdoor industry, when it comes to like calls and I think anything, because you, you, you've been to the shows that they're, they're cutthroat. I mean, there's so much competition out there and the ones that make it, they are, it's there. It's a full-time job on top of a full-time job. So like I, I'm, I'm, I'm working with Sen Assassin uh, as of recent. And I worked with them a little bit over the, over the deer season and really started with the podcast now, you know, talking to them and I'm going to, I'm going to have them on here uh, in the next week or so hopefully and that's how it is i mean he is jimmy is one of the co-founders and he's a he works full-time on the railroad you know he, he's active with his son you know his son's on the baseball team and he he hunts rattlesnakes and bear and deer and he goes to the shows and still finds time to, to kill his target buck i'm like and that and that's what it takes you know that i mean the, 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 the extra time and the extra time on top of the extra time to really to really stand out in, in this market. And, and from what, you know, it seems like you guys are, are definitely on the right page, Hunter. seems like you, uh, you, you got a good head on your shoulders. You're a young kid. Uh, it's, it's been great talking to you. I couldn't, I can't thank you enough. I definitely want to take you up on the offer getting together and, and doing some hunting together. Uh, maybe some late season, uh, goose hunting, or even if we get together over the summer and do some scouting or, whatever that may be. But, uh, if you want to, you want to give yourself a little plug and, and let everybody know where they can find you. Yeah. So you can find us on Instagram at PA boys outdoors. We also are on Facebook at PA boys outdoors on Twitter at out at outdoors PA. Um, we also have our YouTube channel and our TikTok channel. Look us up PA boys outdoors. You'll find us once you search, um, just something to keep and carry on with. Just never stop grinding. I think that's what it comes down to. Find those that are just as hungry as yourself, and you'll find that success. All right, Hunter. Again, I appreciate you coming on. Guys, thanks for tuning in for another episode of Origins of the Hunt podcast. And remember, never stop learning.